Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What dark deeds unfold on the streets of Arkham? And which unwitting souls, innocent or impure, will succumb to the maddening call? The call of Cthulhu. Experience the unknowable horror and black comedy of Nerdy Show's Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, an RPG audio drama. Find it at CthulhuMystery.com or wherever you procure fine podcasts. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom. From comics and video games to science and technology, if it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. I'm Boar. I'm Crystal. This is Laval. Hey, I'm Doug. And this is a Nerdy Show Microsode. That's where we talk about what you want us to talk about for 15 minutes or more. And in this case, it's actually a very unusual circumstance. We're going to be doing two Microsodes, which are... Well, the traditional microsode length show, and then also there's feature-length film commentary, because two different fans wrote in and asked us to cover two movies that we had not seen at all, so obviously we had to watch them to even talk about them, so why not also do a commentary? In this case, the film we're watching is called Food Fight, and this topic comes to us from Hoodoo Voodoo. He says, if you would, do me the favor of a microsode on this debacle. I would be honored. I wasn't told we were going to be watching a debacle. Honored and sorry. This movie has the dubious honor of containing my favorite Christopher Lloyd role, bar none. Oh, well, Christopher Lloyd's involved, so I'm, I'm, I'm back in. <laughs> so, you can download just the Microsoft episode if you've already seen the films and you don't want to go through the hassle of syncing up things and all that. This is the Microsoft component. And then also released this same day on this same feed is an optional movie commentary. Listen to it, don't, whatever. But we're going to have our pre-film watching conversation here and also our post-film watching conversation here. Now, this movie came out in 2013, but it was announced in 2000 as the next generation Pixar. It had release dates in 2002, 2005, 2006, and 2007 before finally being released direct to DVD in 2013 and had a budget of $65 million. Is that the final budget, or was that like its starting budget? I believe the final budget. Wow. It's got Charlie Sheen in it, Hilary Duff, Christopher Lloyd, as we mentioned, Eva Longoria, Wayne Brady, Chris Kattan, Ed Asner, Jerry Stiller, among others. Pretty I didn't realize any of these people were in Sausage Party. <laughs> <laughs> and and yes, Food Fight is a CGI animated film, just like Sausage Party, and uh, maybe has some shared history. I don't know. I've never... Have you, has anybody seen Sausage Party? No. no. Hmm. Well, we won't be able to compare and contrast that one. 
<laughs> but this movie's production history is just completely marred, and I'm I'm under the impression that what we're about to watch is a bastard of cinema. Everyone's talked about it since it came out about how horrible it is for a bunch of reasons. So we'll go into some of them. I think like reading through some of the trivia on this movie, I feel like it might actually be improved to kind of know some aspect of the production before we watch it. So in this case, this is about brand name foods coming to life at night and fighting generic brands of food. I don't know if that doesn't sound like Sausage Party exactly, but maybe close. So the name brand foods are the good guys? Uh-huh. And the generic brands are the bad guys? Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yay. <laughs> Illuminati kind of level of <laughs> plot, huh? It took two years of negotiating to get these 80 food industry mascots to appear in this movie and how they would appear. According to a New York Times article, brand managers at Georgia Pacific allowed that the brawny man could hang out with Mr. Clean, but the angel soft baby was off limits. <laughs> what? Why? Well, the angel they, soft they, baby is sacred. Everybody knows that. They had opinions about this. Is Snuggle Bear in this? Uh, maybe. There's 80 mascots. I couldn't even name you that many. If they were 80 80s mascots, then Snuggle Bear would definitely be in there. <laughs> I feel like if there's no Snuggle Bear, uh, I'm just going to walk out. Okay, so I kind of have a rough idea of who's in it, but who does everybody else think might be in this? It's just a name mascot. Count Chocula. Charlie Tuna. Green Giant. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Mr. Clean's supposed to be in it, I think. Right? Yeah, Mr. Mr. Clean, the brawny man, we already know are in this movie, okay. I think. Oh, man. Sprout? If, I mean, if there's... Oh, oh giant, man. Right? Scrubbing yeah, bubbles? Are they going to have Chester Cheetah? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> See, maybe this movie is a good idea. You guys are yeah, excited now. I'm kind of into this, yeah. <laughs> what, dude, Chester Cheetah meets Cool Spot. Whoa. <laughs> That's the crossover platforming video game I always wanted and never knew. Two player buddy co-op, yeah. Oh shit. Are they gonna go to Mountain Dew? <laughs> oh god. I think we, we may have just written something better. Yeah, something yeah. better than what happened. No, no, here. no, we're not starting another lightning dogs here. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just keep keep moving. Well, so this is put out by Threshold Entertainment, and they're an IP hub that has had handle on Duke Nukem. They did uh Lego pre twenty twelve in terms of animation, and they had their hand in the Star Trek attractions at Las Vegas. That don't exist that anymore. Don't, yeah, that used to exist. And it's helmed by producer, director, entrepreneur, and, and downright visionary, a guy named Larry Kazanoff. He's, he was one of the producers of True Lies. Yes. He was a huge controlling force behind all of Mortal Kombat, the movies, the television series, and the games, to some degree. I'm not really sure to I what degree somebody the goes on in length about their animality in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but they were all bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kazanoff assumed that the film was going to be a huge success with marketing tie-ins that would like extend across all grocery aisles every single one i don't know if the new york times was exaggerating but they actually suggested the possibility of even an ice skating show and kazanoff oh famously said of this project for us this is casablanca oh my god <laughs> wait was there a casablanca <laughs> ice skating show you know john probably did they just say <laughs> that because the it. dog that charlie sheen plays wears a hat like Rick wears a hat only like in two scenes in Casablanca? I, I don't know. We'll find out. They actually had some a little bit of pioneering technology to go with this as well. They worked with IBM to broker a deal for off-site computing before cloud computing was the thing. Hmm. But as far as the troubled history and the horror of what we're going to see in terms of animation, this literal filmic abortion that we're about to witness here, it was at first going to be Looney Tunes style, but in 3D animation. But then a portion of the film was reportedly stolen from Threshold's offices in 2002. How? Why? Well, stolen with finger quotes. Yes, yeah, stolen okay. with finger quotes. No one's really sure, but it's highly suspected that there's foul play afoot somewhere. Production halted and then restarted in 2004 after a complete conceptual overhaul where Kazanoff, who directed this film, though he'd never directed animation before, decided that he wanted to direct it like a live action movie to allow for retakes, mocap, and spontaneity. And... I was reading this, I was thinking, 
Well, he's friends with James Cameron, or at least he was. And I'm wondering if back in you know the early 2000s, he knew what James Cameron like wanted to do for what would become Avatar and thought, I can do that. Maybe. Well, I mean, according <laughs> to Cameron, right, Avatar was in development since like the early 2000s, right? Yeah. So it's entirely possible. He, he must have known what Cameron wanted to do, hmm. but he wanted to do it first, and he, boy, he did it poorly. <laughs> the mocap had this insane limitation on it. They had a, a company called House of Movies that was doing the general body mocap, but they partnered with a company called Image Metrics who had a software designed to sync animation to a voice actor's film performance. But the caveat was that performers had to stare straight ahead and keep still. (laughs) Oh, my God. So as a result, the animators had to come in and take these stiff, unnatural mocap performances and then make them more animated, which makes it... Defeats the entire purpose. Yeah, Yeah, and apparently made it even more horrifying. Instead of being like, to us, it's Casablanca. He should have just said... To us, this is the abyss, or like some other thing. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Like, something more achievable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or just even more like, oh, it's groundbreaking, but also Jim Cameron's going to like it. You know? <laughs> right. So here's the final factoid before we actually watch the film. After missing the 2007 release date, investors invoked a clause that gave the insurance company the right to step in and complete the film as quickly and cheaply as possible. Yeah, I just finished this thing. Yeah, Yeah. this is exactly what happened to the Thief and the Cobbler. The difference is the Thief and the Cobbler was a masterpiece that was bastardized, and this film could never, ever, under any circumstances, have been a masterpiece. Did it? Did maybe improve it a little bit? (laughs) Have someone else step in and do it cheap? I believe that there's actually a chance that it might have actually, for for like in terms of bad art, it made the art a lot worse. At least so I've been told. So then it was shelved until 2012 until they could uh, finally get all the copyrights together under one house. Plush toys and books actually got released in limited quantities even several years prior to the release. And then it came out on DVD. So <laughs> without further ado, let's watch Food, Food Fight. Fight. Yeah. So we've just watched Food Fight. It was one of the most excruciating and terrible filmic experiences I've ever had. Did we yeah. watch it or did it watch us? <laughs> it tortured us. It's actually a vampire that siphons off of people's uh, what, 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 essence. Yeah, just yeah, es- essence. Let's let's go with that. Yeah, <laughs> and then it like makes a a detergent with it or something, and then it hits a robot. Yeah. So, what were some of your favorite moments of this terrible collection of interlocking scenes? My favorite part was definitely um, at the end when you finally paused it. Yes. The one line I think we all did like was enough about me. Let's kill you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that That was was actually. It's kind of a waste of a good line. Although at least nobody saw this movie, so we can use it somewhere else in the world. You know, we can we can put that in our pocket. And the design for the mosquito drones when they weren't flying around was actually kind of all right. Uh, But Jesus Christ, the animation was bad. And Huda Voodoo's right. I mean, it's a hell of a performance by Christopher Lloyd for what little he's in the film. And I don't know. I mean, it's just Christopher Lloyd doing Christopher Lloyd voice. He's well, mostly just moaning. He's <laughs> doing like an extreme Christopher Lloyd. Like yeah. if Christopher Lloyd played Edgar from Men in Black. There was yeah. a yeah. yeah, there was yeah. a heavy yeah. Edgar vibe. Like more shocker. Shocker. And water. No, no, that's too much water. <laughs> no, but uh, Edgar, definitely... your skin is hanging off your bones. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, is that is that better? It's probably that 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 entire scene is literally better than this. Well, of course, that scene's great. That's like that's the greatest thing Vincent D'Onofrio ever did. Yeah, but if that scene could be an hour and thirty minutes, I would still rather watch that scene for an (laughs) hour and thirty minutes. True, it felt like forever. This movie was going on forever. I swore that this. I, I thought this movie was like five minutes from ending. 
And then yeah. 10 minutes later, I asked Cap to check the time. <laughs> like, and it was, it was still going. <laughs> it was an hour and nine minutes. I was like, that's impossible. Yeah, but now we know, like, if you ever need to slow down time, just put on food fight. <laughs> no shit. Start paying attention. Yeah, if a doctor's you'll gonna... really stretch out whatever time span <laughs> you need If a doctor to. tells you you have an hour and a half to live, put this movie on. Watch, watch this one make watch it feel like a goddamn hours. eternity. It'll feel like three days. Yeah. You won't die as long as the film doesn't finish. So, a common criticism of the movie is the sexual humor, which there's... There's a lot of it's just one of those classic like who did they make this movie for kind of script. I wouldn't even call it sexual humor as much as just weird sex stuff, right? Because yeah. there's no humor in this film. Actually, there's right. things no. that are might be considered. It's like an alien attempting to interpret. Maybe okay. So IBM was involved in the production of this film. Did a maybe, computer make this movie? Yeah, maybe this is this is early <laughs> it was early Watson. They yes. used the cloud. They, 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 what was the technology? Oh, like when they bring yes, the, <laughs> the, the cloud didn't exist yet. So all it did was it just gathered. That's the perfect explanation. It connected to the internet. It searched all the brands, and then and like maybe. later, they're like IBM on a dot matrix printer printed out all the brands it wanted, and they took that around and said, okay, what can we get approval for? And then when Brawny Paper Towels said no, they had to tell the, the computer, okay, replace that with something that looks like a lumberjack. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> oh, my God. We figured it out. And it would call the actors over the phone and prompt <laughs> them to say, if you want to see your family again, say this line. <laughs> or like, um, there's a great sequence in the chipmunk adventure where the chipmunks splice Dave together so they can trick the nanny into babysitting. I think that's how it went. Or maybe it was the opposite way around. It's been a while since I've seen the film. But like, they basically did that. That's how they got Jerry Stiller's recording. That's why all of a sudden the, hmm. the audio turns into phone quality audio. <laughs> no, it's, I'm telling you, man, that was done in a uh, Holiday Inn Express bathroom. Because it was the only thing they could afford after blowing their sixteen million dollars. No, 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 sixty-five million dollars. <laughs> there Sorry. you go, sixteen million. I just like, can't oh believe God. sixty-five million dollars. They used it all on the mosquito drone thingies. <laughs> but could could you imagine somebody had to sit and watch this film in front of the investors, and then they had to say, yeah, "That's where your sixty-five million dollars went." How you, as a human being, how do you justify such an atrocity? Yeah, no idea. Does the sixty-five million dollars include the first? half that was stolen well to be fair that first half that was stolen was actually money that was put into cocaine for charlie sheen i believe i'm that. just saying i'm just saying and think about that what an interesting thing is like charlie sheen when he recorded the audio track for this film was not charlie sheen by the time this film came out yeah which is fascinating Did two and a half yeah. men even get started before it, it probably it wasn't even on the air yet yeah wow that's crazy. Wait, yeah. what are you talking about? He was still Hot Shots Part Two. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say Hot Charlie Shots would have been out back then. But the, he wasn't the crazy Charlie the, Sheen. The, we the, know. He, oh, he okay. wasn't. He wasn't Charlie Sheen as we know him today. Like the drug addict Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah. Tiger, yeah, Tiger Blood. Yeah, uh, I would never, under any circumstances, recommend this film. Maybe on YouTube, there's a really good edit of just the worst parts of this, <laughs> and it lasts like five minutes. That might be <sighs> doable, but in its feature length presentation, hell. No. It's got to have some great YouTube poop, that's for sure. Oh, I should hope so. I have seen better, like, machinima videos that were based on a child's fan fiction. Yeah. Watching those weird compiled things meant to entertain children on YouTube of, like, the Scream Killer and Venom oh, and yeah. versus the Joker, oh, like, sharing yeah. colors and numbers is... And getting pregnant. Yeah. It's, it, most of those videos are about as long as this movie is, and they're significantly more entertaining and artful than anything that happened here. But this movie's old, mind you. YouTube didn't exist when this first came out. When this was first in well, development. First, first, first See, in development what, I was, what I had yeah, in correct. my mind was half-life, full-life consequences. Yeah. Have you ever seen yes. that? Oh, yeah. That's a masterpiece compared to this. Yeah. Uh, 
And can you imagine if they'd given the kid who wrote Full Life Consequences $65 million? <laughs> I don't know. I, you keep saying $65 million, but like... I really... Where does it go? What if this whole thing was a front just to build Watson? <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. This is the conspiracy theory breakdown. This is where Watson comes from. Or it was very elaborate money laundering. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, what if in the future somebody tries to stop Watson, much like Sarah Connor's trying to stop Skynet, and the only way to prevent her subliminally from, put it in this film? Right. Like, maybe certain frames have like hidden messages, and like that's how they protect Watson. So this guy worked with James Cameron. Did he work on the Terminator movies? Oh my he, God, James Cameron is known he, for his AI obsession, right? He has some kind of credit on Terminator Two. Yeah. Hmm. Oh my God. That's why he created Terminator. He was in craft services, which is why he knew the brands. <laughs> <laughs> like weirdly, him and the corporation that made this movie, they're tied to successful things still, such as it is. But like, my God, food fight. The money laundering thing may not be too much of a stretch because if it's it's like the producers where it's like, we're going to make the worst movie ever and we won't have to give any money back because it'll go straight to Well, DVD. what got me thinking of that was when Cap was talking earlier about how the film got like, part stolen. of it got stolen. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like who the fuck would steal a movie what, that was didn't it insured? even know Were they collecting insurance money? It was, must have been something like that. It's genius. <laughs> it was actually Time Travelers. Went back in time to try to, to try and stop the film from happening, <laughs> and instead it got worse. <laughs> they wanted to close the loop, but they just ended up causing the loop. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so, like, 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 like when uh, Kyle Reese knocks up Sarah Connor. Right. Exactly like that. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> this goes all the way to the top to IBM and to Hostess. So, thanks, Hoodoo Voodoo. Maybe. And, uh, and thank you for listening to this. <laughs> Nerdy Show and the entire Nerdy Show network is entirely listener-supported. And uh, sometimes when you support us, horrible things like this can happen. So uh, please do consider supporting us at Patreon, patreon.com slash nerdyshow, or go to nerdyshow.com slash support where you can find out how to shop through Amazon to give us money or give us a one-time donation. You can also rate and review this episode on Podchaser, and you can rate and review this show on iTunes. In a couple weeks, we're going to be back with another film review which might be better i'm not sure it's for dracula untold and uh we're actually going to record that right now i don't know how we can possibly sustain our interest after this <laughs> i think dracula untold is going to unfairly seem much better because we just watched this <laughs> like on a regular day we'd be like ah, eh, it was kind of crappy but now we're gonna be like oh my gosh that was underrated anyway thank you so much for joining us for this uh terrible experience we'll see you next time Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.